Hey, my beautiful friend. Welcome to the Bay Life Podcast. I am Amber Smith, and I am a boy mom and health enthusiast who's passionate about improving mental and physical health education to help women empower interest in improving their health and well-being through the mental and physical well-being so that they can improve their sense of worthiness and unconditional love within to thrive and bloom with beautiful confidence in mind, body, and soul. I give you tangible tips to help you as you journey to become your most beautiful, healthiest version of you. Let's do this, my friend. Hey, my beautiful friend. Welcome to today's episode of the Bay Life Podcast. Okay, everybody just take a deep breath in and out. Okay, just needed to start this podcast episode with a little bit of nervous system regulation (laughs) because wow it has been a couple weeks I mean it's been a couple weeks and that is this is the inspiration for today's episode is I'm going to chat with you the happenings that has been for the last couple weeks (laughs) so two weekends ago from the time of this recording I ran my second marathon that I've ever ran. Of course, I was supposed to run in 2020, but we all know what happened in 2020. So I had two of my marathons roll over to this year. I am running, so I ran the San Francisco Marathon September, and then I am currently in transition to training and running my second marathon this year, the CIM, the California International Marathon, in December. So, (laughs) I have to tell you that I am grateful for the tools that I have in my toolbox, the tools of nervous regulation, taking deep breaths, and allowing myself to ask empowering questions. The things that I have learned over the year of healing and overcoming self-sabotaging beliefs and overcoming trauma has really helped me over the last couple weeks. And I'll begin the story by telling you that I... Packed for San Francisco, got everything in the car, and we drove to San Francisco. Uh, For those of you that have been following me for a while or know me personally, that I am also a family photographer. And we left Friday and I ran Sunday so that once we got into the city Friday night, I'd be able to photograph this family that I've been photographing for years. So new piece, a new piece of uh, er, (laughs) personal tip of me that yes, I do also do family photography as well. And so we left early, got into the city, did not have time to uh, drop our bags off at the hotel. So we met my family, parked, met my family, a very pretty location, pretty high traffic area with foot traffic, people walking around, enjoying the sights, 
no big deal. <laughs> so I did my thing. I took photos and I come back to the car. And as I was approaching the car, I felt something different and off. I noticed our, our, uh, car window a little bit and I was like no it's just the way the sun hits it's not no big deal and as we approached the car my husband's waving at the family I took pictures of thinking that he just had the window rolled down <laughs> and I hug them goodbye and get in the car and there is glass everywhere in the car and let me tell you we've had the car for three weeks brand new 2022 Kia Telluride. <laughs> three, three of the windows had been completely smashed open. It was my the passenger side, um, the side that my son Ethan was sitting on, and the back panel where all our luggage was. My backpack with my wallet completely gone, and my husband's myself, including all my marathon gear, and my oldest son Ethan's luggage completely taken. Completely taken. I get in the car and I just look at the back of my car, seeing the glass. Luckily, it, my youngest son Nate's stuff was in the car still. The backpacks were still in the car. And I look back at each boy just looking at them, and I just, and I look at my husband, I, I just completely ball. Like, I just completely lose it. And I'm, like, in the middle of an anxiety attack, shaking, like, I, you know, and also, also, there was a point where I started taking blame for my, for it. Like, I'm sorry, this is my fault, this is my fault, I'm so sorry. And I knew in the back in my mind that this was not my fault. It could have happened, you know, it just, it happened and it happened for a reason. But in that moment, all I could think about was the stuff that was taken, my marathon stuff, um, and just our new car and everybody just being, you know, mad at me. And this is the perception of reality I'm creating for myself, okay? That everyone's mad at me. It was my fault. I was shaking in the moment. And we, get, we go to the hotel and come to find out, you know, this is happening a lot in San Francisco. So if you are planning a trip in San Francisco... Here very soon, may I suggest either A, make sure to drop all your luggage off and that there is nothing in your car at all, or B, just uh, hold off that trip for a while. <laughs> um, anyways, they, it, so it's happening very, very prominently right now in the city, and it's just really sad because, you know, it's one of our cities that... We really, really enjoy going to. So you might be asking, okay, so what happened with the marathon? And so that night we got to the hotel. We ended up eating at the hotel, even though we had reservations. 
And I didn't eat very much, knowing that I needed to carb load for my marathon. I didn't eat very much. Got to the hotel room, didn't sleep at all that night. And I woke up the next morning just super exhausted, hungry, and knew that, you know, okay, I woke up and I was like, all right, this is a situation, an experience that is out of my control. And I can control what I can control from this experience. So after I woke up that morning, I was like, all right, it is what it is. And I have two choices. I can either A, allow myself and allow the situation to control me, or I can control it. And I decided to control it. I decided to take control and you know what? I was there to run a marathon and I was not going to let this allow me to not run the marathon. So Saturday, we ended up just rushing around the city. I had to get a new outfit. I had to get a new water hydration pack. Um, our the gla- Luckily, we found an amazing glass guy that fixed our car and came to the hotel, fixed our car, got our car fixed, and I had to go get my packet. And that morning, I actually called... Um, the amazing sports basement. I'm going to put a shout out for them right now. The sports basement. Rick and Shannon. <laughs> I am putting a shout out. So if you ever go to the sports basement, ask for Rick or Shannon. Because they are the nicest people. They were like the tender mercy moments in a situation. Just a terrible, crazy situation. They really helped just have the calm in the storm, I swear. So I am putting a shout out to them on this podcast. (sighs) Anyways, I called and I was like, hey, this is a situation. I know this is not ideal to run in new shoes for a marathon. (laughs) And they were like... Yes, I mean, it's totally not ideal situation, but we will help you out and make this happen for you. You're here to run this marathon, so we will help you. Rick, what, you know, put me, said, you know, I'm not the end-all be-all when it comes to running, but talk to Shannon. So, (laughs) he's like, when you come pick up your packet, talk to Shannon. So, I go to the sports basement in the Presidio. And I go to pick up my packet, and then I go to the shoe department, the running shoe department, and ask for Shannon. And it was actually the person who I asked for Shannon was Shannon, and she says, let me guess, you're Amber, your shoes got stolen out of your car yesterday, and you need some shoes for tomorrow's marathon. And I was like, yes. (laughs) And... So, you know, she was just really concerned. I, you know, she didn't want to put me in a whole new shoe because I had been training on a Brooks Adrenaline. So that is a shoe that I usually wear. (laughs) Just in case you were wondering what shoes I wear for my marathon or training for that matter. 
And they were completely out of my size of the Brooks Adrenalines. And so as we continued to look to see what they had, because of course, you know, they're in the midst of a race, getting ready for a race, and their stock is low, um, she found a couple other Brooks because she didn't want to put me into another, she was afraid that if I, she put me into another shoe that my, my foot wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't work well with my, my running and my foot. So she brought a couple Brooks over. One of them just didn't feel right. The second one, I feel like it was Goldilocks and the three bears, you know, it just wasn't, it was too hard, too soft, or just right, right? (laughs) So she put me into a Brooks Ghost 14. So that is the shoe that I am currently wearing. And I was like, you know, these feel really similar to the ones that I had. And she's like, I'm really sorry, but all we have is hot pink. And I look down at them and I go, you know what? They are perfect. They go well with the situation. I will take them. So I bought myself some hot pink Brooks Ghost 14 running shoes for this marathon and she told me to wear them as much as I could that day and also when I got back to the hotel to stretch them to like move them and do what I can to break them in as much as I possibly can and I was like you got it thanks and you know they were just the nicest people the tender mercies of the the situation and so race day comes along. I put on my new shoes. I'm running and, you know, the first half, totally fine. Like, totally fine. Like, my feet didn't hurt. I felt like I was on cloud nine. My new shoes were like, yeah. I hit the second half and I just felt like I hit a brick wall. My feet started hurting. I felt like I was running on new shoes because they felt started feeling like cardboard <laughs> like I was running on cardboard and I think that the the tiredness of the day before and in Friday and Saturday of having to go through this auto theft situation alongside with trying to get everything together on Saturday it just did not turn out to be the trip that we had planned, right? So I did, like, by mile 13, just everything just started hitting me. My emotions, my head got to me. My my, pit in my stomach was not feeling super awesome, and my feet started killing me. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I'm a mile 13. And I just remember that... I kept telling myself one foot in step and one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. And I just kept telling myself and there were times where I walked. And in those moments I was like I'm walking. And instead of getting upset about it, I told myself have some grace with yourself. You have gone through a lot over the last 48 hours. Have grace with yourself. You are here to finish the race. 
You are not here to set high expectations for yourself. You're just here to finish the race. And that's what I kept telling myself after mile 13. (laughs) You're here to finish the race. And you got this. And I'm getting emotional. (laughs) This is the first time ever I've gotten emotional about this story. And no matter how hard it felt, no matter how much it hurt, I kept going. I was determined to finish that race. And I did. I may not have finished it in the time that I set my sights out for, but I finished it. And looking back over the last week, I've allowed this opportunity to help me, to strengthen me, to understand what it is that I can do to become a better, faster runner. I allowed this to be an opportunity to see how far I've come. Not every race, not every day is going to be easy. It's not going to be what you expect. But darn it. (laughs) Persevere through it. And allow yourself to finish it. And I was just absolutely grateful when it was so easy to throw in the towel on myself. I told myself on that race morning, it doesn't matter how I finish, what time I finish, I'm going to finish this race. Me and these shoes are going to finish this race. Because if I would have given up on myself, what was the point that my car getting broken into would be for nothing? I was there to run this race, and dang it, I was going to run the race. You know, it's so easy to throw in the towel on ourselves. So easy. When life happens, but again, you have two choices. You can either throw in the towel and wonder what if, or one foot in front of the other, And go all in on yourself. And I can look back and be. That is my proudest moment in my life. To know that you know what. I didn't give up on myself. Yes. It didn't end how I expected it to end. In fact, you know, actually. I didn't do as bad as I thought I did after I got my official time in the email. I finished under five hours, so I was happy with that. Um, I actually finished in four and a half hours. I was planning on four, so I had 30 30 minutes tacked on to that time. Because I knew that there was a lot of hills in San Francisco. So I figured four hours, but... Despite the circumstances, how physically tired I was, 
how phys- emotionally tired I was and how I was running in new shoes. <laughs> Me and these new shoes, we finished the dang thing. And not only that, but I can look back and see how this healing process that I've been going through over the last year, healing myself from trauma, anxiety, depression, how I was able to self-regulate myself through it all and have that much belief in myself to continue to do the race even when it was easy to give up. And it ignited something inside me. Moving forward, it ignited a passion for me again in running. Because I'll be honest with you, as I was training for this marathon, going into this marathon, I was already just, I don't know if it's just because I've been going through so much healing from trauma that I just wasn't feeling the excitement. Training just seemed like a hassle, but I was doing it anyways because I committed myself to it. And going through this, this process ignited a fire within me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going into this next race with fire. (laughs) With fire. That I'm gonna that I ignited that flame once again, and I am more than excited to move forward with this running journey, to achieve big goals in running. And just because I failed once does not mean that does not define who I am. And it doesn't define who I am as a runner, or as a person, or as a mom. That is through this failure, through this experience, it gave me feedback of what I can do to improve, to become better, become faster, become stronger. Me and these pink shoes are going all the way. We are training. We, we reestablished our, our relationship with each other starting this week because I hired a coach, a run coach. And I'm really excited for that. I'm very proud and very excited for the investment that I made to hire a run coach who's going to help me moving forward, help me to become a stronger, faster runner, and improve my time and improve my running mentality and continue to ignite that flame that was sparked because of this, because of the situation that I did not give up on myself and my friends. <laughs> I invite you to get some hot pink shoes to remind you not to give up on yourself. <laughs> and I actually wrote an affirmation on my old shoes that, that my, my, well, my shoes that got stolen for the marathon that healing is just the opportunity for me to feel like a total badass. And that could be 
truer than true. That couldn't have been truer than true. Because it is my healing journey that has allowed me to become and feel the awesome person that I am meant to be. And again, be in those pink shoes. We're going far, my friends. But the whole purpose of this story that I tell you today is this, is to what put one foot in front of the other. When you feel like you want to give up, put one foot in front of the other and keep going. Keep committing to yourself. Keep moving. Keep pressing forward. And have grace and not allow your expectations of yourself to get the best of you and just focus on finishing the race my beautiful friends and like I said go buy some hot pink shoes to remind you to do just that have an amazingly beautiful day my friend Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the Bay Life Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit the subscribe button and share this episode on social and tag me at Bay underscore fit. That is at B-E-I underscore fit. Know you are beautiful, worthy, and enough. Have a beautiful day, my friends.